Hi, and welcome to Spirituality and Recovery Podcast. My name is Jim Boylan, and I will be your host. Today's episode is Spirituality and a Discussion with Father Jay. Today marks the 22nd month anniversary of our Zoom AA meeting, held every Monday through Friday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Our guest has been with us right from the start and is a very important part of our meeting. His insights and thoughts have been very useful to those of us who have attended. He's Father Jay Gantz from St. Andrew's Church in the notorious east side of Flint, Michigan. Let's get right to him. Welcome to our podcast, Father Jay. Well, thank you, Jim. I do appreciate it. You'd asked me earlier if I wanted to do this podcast and what we would like to talk about. And just to make sure everyone is real clear, my name is Jay Gantz and I am an alcoholic. And I am an alcoholic who is in recovery. And the piece that I decided to uh, to talk about a little bit today was uh, step one of the 12-step program. And step one being we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, our lives become unmanageable. Because over the years that I've been in Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous in the years that I've worked with, through sponsorship and worked with other people, I've discovered that there's only one step that I can, uh, that I can mess up. And that's the first step. It's the first step. We admit it, we're powerless over alcohol, and our lives have become unmanageable. Now, that part of that step is the admittance, but it's also about powerless over alcohol. And I had to discover in my life that I was powerless over alcohol. Now, originally, I'm from Buffalo, New York. Came from a very good family. My father worked, my mother worked. I had one older brother. We were a good family, went to a good school system. And I discovered drinking when I was about 11 years old. I got drunk and the only thing I wanted to do was keep on doing it. It's just one of those stories and I'm sure sure you've heard it before. And so after that point, alcohol played a major part in my life. In fact, it got to the point where if there's no booze, I wasn't gonna go. uh, I hung with people who drank, I hung with people who drugged and that was my lifestyle. Fortunately for me though, I didn't do drugs, if uh, like marijuana and things like that. I never did that. I just drank. If I had my beer, I was a happy guy. But I did have an experience. I had an experience when I was in high school, and it was uh, something what we would call a, a spiritual experience. And because of that, I decided that I would like to become a priest in the Roman Catholic Church, which I did. And part of that thing with uh, becoming a priest in the Roman Catholic Church is I complete, I've had a complete high school. I had to go through my undergraduate work, my graduate work, and my ordination. And all that time, all that time, I drank. Didn't mean I wasn't a good student. I was an exceptional student. Didn't mean that I didn't get into the rural life for my religious order, I did. But the fact was, I was exceedingly powerless over alcohol. I was never called on it. No one, gave, no one had questions about it. It was just the way life was at that time. I was ordained and when I was 33 years old and two years after that, I finally got called up. It was a man I'm very uh, proud to have known. I have a lot of respect for. It's a man named the Reverend Jack Dowling who was the superior of my order. He's no longer with us. He's, uh, he's gone to his heavenly reward. But he pulled me aside one day and he said, you know, Something's not right, Jay. You're a great student. You're a good teacher. You're a great preacher. And you're a fantastic priest. 
But the fact is, you drink too much. In fact, you drink way too much. And so what he did is he hooked me up with uh, an organization right here in Michigan. It's a, a little place in Lake Orient. It's called Guest House. And I'm sure some of the people out there have heard about Guest House. And I went to Guest House. I went to Guest House, which was a 90-day program for clergy only, men clergy, to go and learn about alcoholism, get themselves into recovery. And what happened there was extremely odd. It's a 90-day program, and I was there for a year and a half. Because what happened is I couldn't get back, I couldn't get out. I couldn't get back to my religious order. I had to wait. I had to wait until a bishop would pick me up because I was. I couldn't go out and just be a renegade priest. I had to have, uh, I had to have some, some sort of authority in my life. What I found out, as I did, I got picked up finally. And I went to uh, a church right here in Michigan called Holy Family over in Grand Blanc. A wonderful pastor took me in. And I learned something when I got there. I learned that there are people who are in AA, who are in Alcoholics Anonymous, and it was very serious part of their life, so much so that it was every part of their life. They applied the principles in all their affairs. They applied the principles in everything they did. And I learned that there were two things in my life that I had to get in touch with and make a very, very strong part of my life. That was two things. Don't drink and go to meetings. Two pillars. Now, I remember after I got into Alcoholics Anonymous, I had an opportunity to go back to school. I got to go to uh, Seabury Seminary, which is uh, part of Northwestern University outside of Chicago, Illinois. I got to go there and work on a doctorate. Now, this is somebody who's going to work on a doctorate. You're talking to a former high school dropout here, somebody who didn't want to go to school at all. And now I'm going to work on a doctorate. And uh, I did get it, by the way, just so you know. Everybody can clap. Thank you very much. But there's a chapel. There's a chapel at Seabury. And if you go down, if I, I always enjoyed uh, liturgical structures, uh, church buildings, and so on and so forth. So I went down in the basement. And I took a look at this structure. And there were two beams, two major pillars that held this building up. That was it, just two. And I remember standing there thinking about it, that if you remove one, the whole thing would collapse. And I only say this because in my own life, I have these two foundations. Don't drink and go to meetings. Now, you, we can talk about 12 steps. We can talk about 12 traditions. We can talk about the big book. There's all sorts of things to talk about, uh, to talk about at the meetings, and they're wonderful and they're good, and they're sacred, and they're spiritual, and they're necessary. But we can only do this if we don't drink and we go to meetings. My recovery is dependent on these things. I need to accept these two rules. I need to live into them. And in this way, I truly know that I am powerless over alcohol. The other piece that... Uh, this stuff talks about us unmanageability. When I learned to accept things, especially about my powerlessness over alcohol, I'm able to grasp concepts better. I'm able to work with others better. 
And that helps to make my life somewhat, and I use that with a capital S, somewhat manageable. My life isn't completely manageable all the time, but it is more manageable today than it was in the past. And I just like to, uh, to bring out something here is that as I, as I work my way into Alcoholics Anonymous and I work with other people, there's a meeting that I attend and the, uh, the chair of this meeting always starts the same way, spirituality and something. Whatever the something is, is whatever it happens to be. But the piece which is so important for me to remember is that nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. And we can read about that if you got the third edition of the big book, and that would be on page 449. When I take this into account, don't drink, go to meetings. It's not a mistake that I'm an alcoholic. That's part of my spirituality. I had to learn that spiritually. It's not a mistake in this life. Not for me. It's not a mistake that I'm an alcoholic in recovery. It's not a mistake that I'm here today sitting in this chair on Zoom as opposed to being six feet under. And it's not a mistake that I'm living this life as a priest, as a husband, as a father, and as a friend. This is not a mistake. There are no mistakes in God's world. When we concentrate on what needs to be changed in ourselves, and not so much the world around us, we begin to develop a new attitude toward life. Now that all comes from Alcoholics Anonymous, because my attitudes were horrible. My attitudes were negative. I was always the victim. Everybody else was the bad guy. And if it, even if it wasn't true, I'd find a way to make it true back in the day. But I have a new attitude towards family, a new attitude towards relationships, a new attitude towards my own spirit, and spiritual life does become real. On the 12th step, it says we practice these principles in all our affairs. And I remember talking about that at meetings, and that is every single solitary thing that we do. From the moment we wake up to the moment we lay our head back down on the pillow, and hopefully we're practicing these principles even in our dreams. Because that's what makes us a people that are sober, that helps us in our recovery, and it brings about a true spiritual life. There are some men who I'd like to uh, I'd like to mention their names. I've had the honor to pray with them, and I've also had had the honor to ask God receive all of them into His kingdom. These are men who worked very very closely with me over the years in my own recovery to help me stay sober, to help me have a more lively spirit, and to help me know that it's not just me in the world. These men belong to a motorcycle group, it's a motorcycle group called the Spirit Riders. It's a group that's clean and sober. And it's a group that I'm proud to belong to. 
And all these men were members of that group. And today they all live in heaven. And that's Billy Gale, Marty Streeter, Ronnie Wyson, Gary Berge, David Hughes, Tim Elwell, Scott Arvin, Bob Gullett, Mike Winooski, Ron Burwell, and Ray Lasseter. All these men helped in my life to understand spirituality, to understand true friendship, and to assist me with our sobriety. I have to remember the only step that I can make a mistake with, the only step that I can mess up is step one. Everything else is pretty much spiritual maintenance as we go through the program. And so I accept that I am an alcoholic. I've learned to accept life on life's terms. I accept that I don't drink. I accept that I go to meetings. I accept the fact that sobriety is the most important part of my life. For nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. And if you're watching this, you're watching this for a particular reason. And the reason is simple. God does not make mistakes. And for that, I thank you. Thank you, Jay. You know, uh, we talk about practice these principles in all our affairs. I remember when I first heard that, I thought, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta start thinking all preachy now. These and those and things that I stumbled over. Yeah, you and did. Then I found out, yeah, and then I found out that all it is is just doing the next right thing. I don't have to think. How am I going to work these principles in all my affairs? Yeah. Just do the next right thing. Do the next right thing. That's all there is to it. Beautiful. So it is. Thank you, Father Jay. You're welcome. Please let us know what you think. We can be reached at spiritualityandrecovery at gmail.com or 810-965-6140. Usually within hours and many times instantly. Our AA Zoom meeting is every Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This includes holidays. Meeting ID is 603-528-0704. The password is 399-778. It's simple to locate the blogs and Facebook pages. Simply search hashtag spirituality and recovery. For the podcast, just go to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash james dash b dash boylan. This is Jim Boylan. Thank you for listening. Please let your friends know about us. And let them know they can reach us by searching hashtag spirituality and recovery.